Year after year after year, I hear people tell me that they do not want to pay large subscription fees or for memberships to be able to get access to content related to safety. So me and my friends here at Safety FM have come up with an idea called Safety FM Plus. This is a video streaming service that allows you to have some downloadable document content available readily wherever you are. You can go to the website safetyfmplus.com or go to the Apple Store app and download it for your iPhone, iPad, or even Apple TV. It's also available on Android and Android TV, Roku, and Fire TV. We want to be wherever you are. So to get you started, you can come to the website or download the apps as we just discussed. The other great portion about this is that if you sign up right now at safetyfmplus.com, you will get a downloadable version of Simple Revolutionary Acts, the first book by Dr. Todd Conklin as part of your membership to get into this. So go right now to safetyfmplus.com to find out more information. That is safetyfmplus.com. program is rated M-A-L-S-V. It contains strong language, sexual situations, and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls to call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Well, welcome to this Friday edition of the Rated R Safety Show. Today is July the 24th of 2020, day 206 of the year, and only 160 more days to go. Can you believe this already? We are on the other side. Of what's going on right now, that's for sure. Anyways, we are coming to you live from the Safety FM studios in Orlando, Florida. Currently. 
We are broadcasting across the multiverse via safetyfm.com and safetyfm.tv. And we are on some different other sources out there, depending on where you're hanging out. But that's for sure. Anyways, how are you? How is the midpoint of the day? Only 12 more hours to go before it's all over with. So I guess that's kind of a cool highlight there. But as you know, we are here today kind of hanging out. So here's what we're going to do. Don't don't worry. We're not going to go anywhere else besides feature story news. But today I told you I was going to have some couple things special for you. So let's start off with the specialty right now. And let me tell you what I got going on. So we're going to do it a couple different ways today. So a lot of people tell me, well, I'm a little scared of calling in. I don't want to call in for some of the giveaways because you might put me on the air. Well, that's okay. You can be scared of that. But we're going to do something different today. So we're going to do a giveaway, but this is how it's going to work. I have right now opened a code. So pay close attention. Here's the way that it's going to work. We're going to be giving away for tickets, plural, to the Hop 101 class. So right now, for a limited amount of time, if you go to safetyfm.io and go through the turn the whole section like you were trying to purchase a ticket and put in promo code RRSS the ticket will be free it's going to lock automatically i am not telling you how long it's going to be valid for so if you want to do it go right now you'll get into the session for free it's worth your try if you're on the podcast you're going to be a little bit behind so who knows if it'll still be open or I might throw out a second code at some point. Anyways, safetyfm.io. Go right there. Go through the whole section like you were trying to ring out. And go RRSS as a promo code. Just in case the abbreviation for Rated R Safety Show. Anyways, besides that, let's get you some feature story news. Now I should get you excited about some things. And let's get that started right away. Here is the news on the Radio Bar Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Benji Heyer. U.S. President Donald Trump has confirmed he's cancelling the Jacksonville portion of the Republican presidential convention. He cited the rising coronavirus cases in Florida, claiming how the timing for this event is not right. From Washington, D.C., Djibouti Dave reports. Speaking to reporters at a White House press briefing, President Trump said cancelling the Jacksonville part of the Republican National Convention was in the best interests of Americans. I have to protect the American people. That's what I've always done. That's what I always will do. That's what I'm about. He said the other portions of the convention would take place as planned, but his acceptance speech will be in a different form. We're going to do some other things with tele-rallies and online the week that we're discussing, which will be really good. I think we're going to do it well. The Trump campaign had already been forced to move the event to Jacksonville from North Carolina due to local officials' concerns about hosting a large gathering of people during a pandemic. The military will be deployed to conduct doorstep contact tracing interviews with people in the Australian state of Victoria who tested positive for coronavirus but failed to respond to phone calls. Here's Sean Bindley. Overnight, six Victorians died of COVID-19 with another 300 new cases confirmed. Victorian Premier Daniel Andrews says about a quarter of those people who have tested positive haven't answered the phone or wouldn't be interviewed. Andrew says Defence Force personnel will now be utilised in order to ensure contact is made. They are telephoned, 
they are telephoned again within a two-hour period if contact cannot be made with them from, via those two telephone calls in a two-hour period then ADF and authorised officers will be deployed to go and door knock those people uh, and to conduct that interview on their doorstep. In Australia, I'm Sean Bindley. And it's a year to the day since Boris Johnson became Prime Minister of the UK. Good afternoon. I have just been to see Her Majesty the Queen, who has invited me to form a government, and I have accepted. Boris Johnson's first words as Prime Minister, the start of a year of highs and lows, triumphs and tests, the scale of which few listening that day could ever have predicted. In just 12 months, the Prime Minister has faced Britain's exit from the EU, a Supreme Court battle, a general election and the worst pandemic in living memory. And that's before you even get to a divorce, an engagement, a new child and a serious brush with death. Britain is gripped by the deepest recession in decades. That, together with a surge in support for Scottish independence and just months left to secure a trade deal with the EU, mean Boris Johnson's next 12 months as Prime Minister may be no less dramatic than his first. Ben Kentish reporting. From bureaus worldwide, this is FSN. This show is almost as enjoyable as hearing the sound of the toilet flush. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, okay. So hopefully that was a little nice little surprise starting off. So just in case you missed it and you are not listening, here we go. Go to safetyfm.io. And once you go there, you have the opportunity of getting some free tickets for the Hop 101 conference, or excuse me, learning virtual session that is scheduled for Wednesday of next week. For free, for free. If you want to try it, it's only open for a limited amount of time that I'm doing it. You have to put in code RRSS, rated R safety show. RRSS is the promo code. That will get you some free tickets. But who knows how long the time frame is going to be open for. It could be a couple minutes. It could only be five minutes. It could be 10 minutes. I have not made up my mind, but I can tell you it's on a timer. Anyway, so that's what's going on there. So there you go. Today, you don't have to call in. Maybe we'll do a second code before it's all said and done. I don't know. I'll think about it. Consider it. Give it some livelihood. Anyway, so hopefully you are having a fantastic day with some of the craziness going on already out in the world. So before I go through the shit show and tell you everything that's going on in the news, I have to tell you that this one actually came about last night and I was kind of shocked and it's already been updated. And this is actually coming out from the New York Times. No longer in shadows, Pentagon's UFO unit will make some findings public. Yeah, not a delay, not a pause. You heard me. For over a decade, the program now tucked inside the Office of Naval Intelligence has discussed mysterious events in classified briefings. Now, this news story broke last night on the 23rd. It has been updated as of about 25 minutes ago. Despite the Pentagon statements that it, it disbanded a once covert program, to investigate unidentified flying objects, the effort remains underway, renamed and tucked inside the Office of the Naval Intelligence, where officials continue to study mystifying encounters between military pilots and unidentified aerial vehicles. 
Pentagon's officials will not discuss the program, which is not cl- well, which is not classified, but deals with classified matters. Yet it appeared that last month the Senate committee report outlining spending on the nation's intelligence agencies for the coming year. The report said the unidentified aerial phenomenon task force was standardized collection and reporting on sightings of unexplained aerial vehicles and was once reported at least sometimes of finding to the public within 180 days after the passage of intelligence authorization act while retired officials involved in the effort including harry reed the former senate majority leader hope the program will seek evidence of vehicles from other worlds yeah i didn't hesitate there Its main focus is discovering whether another nation, especially any potential advisory, is using breakout aviation technology that could threaten the United States. Senator Marco Rubio, the Florida Republican, who is the acting chair of the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence, told CBS affiliate in CBS this month that that he was primarily concerned about reports of unidentified aircrafts over American military bases and that it was the government's interest to find out who was responsible. He expressed concerns that China and Russia or some other adversary had made some technology leaps that allows them to conduct sort this sort of activities. Mr. Rubio said of understanding aerial vehicles over the U.S. bases possibly Exhibited technologies not, yeah, I said not, 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 not. Oh, that are not tied in to anything else. Interesting on how that turns out. Anyway, so this is pretty interesting that they came out and were so dead obvious with some of this stuff. Of course, the multiverse is going wacko over this. Because, you know, this is the first time where, you know, we're talking now. We're going to probably talking about some stuff that nobody wanted to talk about before. And now we're talking about also that if this is the case, what all are we going to find out here in the next little bit? Because I don't know what all we're going to see. And I don't know what all is going to be discussed. So what are you thinking as you hear this? Because you have to look at this and go, this is really different than most of the times the stuff that we hear. And I talk about you and I as average Joe citizen, you know, thinking that you're average Joe citizen. So what do you think here? Do you think we're going to get all kinds of interesting news stories going forward? Or is this going to kind of be it? Keep on wondering what the back end of 2020 is going to look like. So. Part of the one from last night said Pentagon on the UFOs. They are off-world vehicles not made on Earth. That's what they originally said before they changed it up. The New York Times report classified Pentagon hearings on crash and recovered UFOs off-world vehicles not made on this Earth. I don't know what to tell you. That is probably about as clear as mud, but that's what you're getting. I will tell you if that change had not occurred, maybe that would have been the main story, but it's not. So we're going to proceed forward here and let's talk about the other different world planet issues that occur. 
And of course, I'm talking about nowhere else but the state of Florida. An elderly woman in Florida called 911 when her refrigerator broke down and she became so distraught over her food spoiling that she didn't know what else to do. While typically using the emergency system for non-emergencies can be get you arrested, deputies seeing that she was in dire need stepped up and stepped in and were able to get her gently used refrigerator from Goodwill. Before leaving, they did emphasize the importance of reserving 911 for emergencies only. That was an emergency to her, and apparently it turned out well. They did get her a refrigerator from the will of the good. So what do you think here? I mean, under normal circumstances, I'm not saying that elderly women should be thrown in the clinker or in the pokey. But what are you thinking? I mean, I think that if it was you or I that were actually doing it, it would be an issue. But you know this and I know this. So how do you look at this? How do you look at this whole scenario? I mean, I find it interesting on in how that works. Sometimes. Not all the time. But I guess there's special arrangement for special people. And that's just kind of the way that it is. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Okay, the numbers for the coronavirus cases in the U.S. hit 4 million on Thursday with at least 143,820 deaths. The milestone comes just 16 days after the nation hit 3 million cases. So 16 days later, we're talking over a million. It's kind of interesting when you start taking a look and thinking about this on where we were in March. And, you know, we talked about a lot of different things going on at the time and that how heat would cause this thing to go away. And not to be a lot of, not to be concerned. Uh, there was the COVID-19 song that came about from Kenneth Copeland. I don't really think he made it. I just think somebody kind of made fun of what he was doing. Not picking on Kenneth Copeland, just rough making the reference because we did play it. We also did play I Got Hairy Legs. That's a whole other story. But what are you thinking here? How are you looking at this? How do we keep on looking at this new world of what's going on? It's kind of weird. And it's kind of one of these strange things that I look at it and I go, okay, we can have the conversation all day, but what's going to happen? I mean, that's what you have to keep on taking a look at. Now, I did see a very sarcastic post last night, and I thought it was pretty interesting. And I figured that I would share with it. Now, keep in mind, this is a post, not news stories. It says the COVID vaccine is designed to microchip us is what people were saying. And this was a response that somebody gave. Okay. But for what, for what information could the government possibly want that you haven't already given to Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Apple, Samsung, Spotify, Pandora, Sony, Microsoft, Walmart, Target, Amazon, FedEx, UPS, the USPS, Grindr, Tinder, OkCupid, Plenty of Fish, OnlyFans, Pornhub, YouTube, Netflix, Disney Plus, Hulu, your cellular provider, your credit card company, your cable or satellite provider, your ISP, insurance provider, utilities provider, your past and present employer, bank, lenders, mortgage officers, rental companies, or landlord. Some of you need to hear this. You're not special. 
There's nothing the government doesn't already have on you. And they're not watching you. I thought that was pretty extreme. It was an interesting post for sure. But I would definitely say that is the definition of a rant. But it did have to make one think as you did read that and go, shit. Like, I never looked at it that way. Now, I don't know your thoughts as well as you don't know mine. But do you think the vaccine is a microchip? Do you think that's the end goal? And I mean, I've I've read all the weird theories about Bill Gates and all this other kind of fun stuff. And I'm, believe me, I, I will tell people you can go read the stuff because I definitely don't want to talk about it because I, I, right now it seems like a conspiracy theory. That's for sure. So what do you think when you hear this stuff? Like, are you looking at it and go, well, there's probably some reality to it. Or, well, it is what it is. Or, well, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on there. I mean, I look at this and I go, it's an interesting conversation piece for sure. And I look at it and I go, okay, cool. If we do move forward and go with it, how does it work? Because that is the next thing that we have to think about. If the vaccine comes about, how many people do you believe are going to be anti-vaccine? Because do you think that's going to happen next? Do you think that that's going to be a thing where people are going to be like, "Uh uh-uh, I ain't doing that. Or do you think it's just going to be one of those things where everybody's going to be like, okay, I'm open to the idea, so let's do it. I mean, I just ask your opinion because I think it's important. You should be able to tell me what you think. But for sure, I don't know what's going to happen. Anyway, so I want to tell you a couple different things before we proceed forward. We were, we are, maybe, I don't know. I don't know if it's timed out yet. Doing the whole thing about the Hop 101 class. But I want to share with you before I get too far down the rabbit hole here. If you are watching on the screener, you'll be able to see it. If not, I will just, I will describe it to you here for the audio purpose. So on the 6th of August at 6 p.m. Eastern time, we are having another virtual event. This one is free to attend. And we're calling it a question about equality. This is a ticket-related thing. So if you want to... Co- participate or be at it you will need a ticket but it is free to attend it is a question about equality it will be a conversation between sam goodman and yours truly talking about equality if you go to safetyfm.com forward slash live dash virtual that's safetyfm.com live dash virtual you'll be able to attend the event we will actually take questions during the event as well And this is one of those events, again, that we will never broadcast it on Safety FM, and it will only be available at that time. We will only leave with the thoughts and the learnings from the event. So if you're interested in attending, that's where it's at, safetyfm.com forward slash live dash virtual. And that way you can attend the event 
and we can do some things together. And I think it will be some fun times for us. Anyways, let's continue on with what we have going on here. We are now video streaming the Rated R Safety Show. I don't know why our host has a face for radio. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so a former Nazi guard at a concentration camp was convicted of 5,232 counts of accessory to murder by a German court on Thursday. Court proceedings for Brumo Day 93 were unusual as they were held in two-hour sessions in juvenile court because he was under 18 when he served at the camp at the final months of World War II. Prosecutors sought a three-year sentence, but Day was given a two-year suspended sentence. The wheelchair-bound man apologized prior to sentencing, telling the court it must never be repeated. How awkward is that? I mean, there's a lot of strange things there in the story as we talk about it. 5,232. The gentleman's 93. He's in juvenile court. Two years. How the hell does that mess with somebody's mind? And I'm not giving any justification for the 5,232 that I referenced. But think about that. Think about things that you have done in your life 5,232 times. And think about them if they're things that are not great. What are you going to think about? How are you going to look at that? Let's just be realistic here. Sorry, I had to jump right there. It felt like the chair was a little low. So a lot of thoughts there. But interesting A suspended sentence for a period of time. Duh. I don't know. I don't know what to think there. Definitely something to think about and definitely some interesting times inside of the courtroom. I'm a trial lawyer. I'm not part of your family and I don't do skits with my mom. I'm a real lawyer, a damn good lawyer, the best lawyer this state has to offer. And I've built a reputation for standing up for the people of this country, righting the wrongs. You may not agree with all of my views, but when it comes to trying cases, there's only one view, justice. And justice is what I get. Figer Law. That's why we're unstoppable. We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. So, going back to some of the things going on, we were talking about Mr. Sam Goodman from The Hop Nerd Show just a few moments ago about us doing an event together. So, I'll tell you, I receive things in the mail all the time. And sometimes I get things in the mail that are very unexpected that are sent to the station. Yesterday was one of those occasions. I received this coffee grunge safety by the hop nerd. So Mr. Good old Sam Goodman sent me this bad boy in the mail, opened it up to a nice little surprise, nice little notebook here. Take a look at it. Like I said, if you are watching coffee grunge safety, nice little notebook, have a nice couple of nice little stickers in here as well. The safety sucks one. Oops. Let me grab the right one. The safety sucks one. And then of course the coffee metal safety which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, so if you do get a chance, go to thehopnerd.com to take a look at what he has going on there. Pretty cool stuff. 
going on there. And of course, if you have not picked up a copy of his book, Safety Sucks, that's this bad boy right here. Safety Sucks. And you can pick it up at safetysucks.net for more information there. I'm going to tell you it's a great read. It's also available on Audible if you're interested in that. Um, But if you are getting into the industry or or already in the industry, great read. There might be some similar stories. Just for reference piece right there, just so you know. Anyways, let's continue down the path here. Let's talk about some more things that are going on inside of the world of news. An estimated 1.4 million people filed filed for the first time unemployment benefits last week, making the first week in almost four months, the number has increased. According to the Department of Labor, the weekly number had been on a steady decline since late March, but with the recent surge in the coronavirus cases leading many authorities to scale back the reopening of businesses and restaurants, more Americans are out of work. Experts predict that the number of claims would be closer to 1.3 million. So right now, I will tell you, I get to interact with a lot of people. I tell you this all the time, not a, not for me to be here like, hey, look at me. I get to interact with a lot of people, but I get to talk to a lot of people and we get to, you know, carry on conversations. And a lot of well-known established places that focus mostly on safety training. Ooh, I hit the microphone at the same time. Focus on safety training are not making it. They are closing their doors. Or they are scaling back so much that it's kind of almost like a small business. And I'm talking extremely small. I'm talk- Let's t- call it a micro business. So at your organization, if you are still working, what are you seeing? Are they scaling back the safety department? I was talking to someone recently, and they were telling me that they were the top-level safety person in the whole company, and they were scaled back, furloughed, and essentially they were putting that person's assistant, like an administrative assistant, as the person in charge of safety for the whole company. What do you think? Are you seeing a lot of that? I mean, there's a lot of weird interactions going on when it comes to this stuff at the moment, but I just don't know where it is going to go next. And I always seem to notice that when there are cutbacks and they're trying most organizations being the they to cut back on finances, the safety department seems to be one of the first places to go. And I think it's always interesting because the safety department doesn't make money. It also doesn't lose money. It prevents things and it doesn't prevent things. The thing is, it's kind of like the ministry. You don't know what it's really providing to you until something happens. It's an evangelism. Kind of hard to sell. Duh. But always interesting to look at on what's going to happen next. Anyways, let me get off that soapbox and let's continue. Markets took a downward trajectory on Thursday as data was released showing a slight uptick 
week over week of the initial unemployment claims for the week ending of July the 18th. Investors seem to view this as a sign that renewed restrictions due to the coronavirus could be slowing the economic recovery. Both Microsoft and Tesla saw sell-offs during the session, even though both had released upbeat earnings earlier in the week. Airlines had a volatile day as Southwest Airlines sank after they reaffirmed a grim outlook for air travel demands in the coming months. American Airlines gained 3.6%, even though they reported a quarterly loss, you ready for this, of $2.1 billion. Gold prices are now near a record high. The precious metal historically gains value when traders sense economic turmoil. You know, I take a look at that and I hear about that. And I have told you in the past that I do tend to listen to a lot of Dave Ramsey. You know, the financial guru. And I always think it's funny or interesting. I shouldn't say funny because none of this shit's funny at the moment. That people turn to gold. Not the people themselves, but they turn to gold purchasing when things start going down. Now, I have never seen anybody pay for anything in gold. Now, I can tell you that I've read history books where that's occurred, but I have not seen it in my real life. So I look at this and go, are you one of those people that say, hey, gold is what's important at the moment, and that's what I'm going to get rid of potentially some of my stocks. That's what I'm going to invest some of my money in because it's precious. My precious. I mean, I just look at it and go, what are you thinking? Does it make sense to you to do it? Or do you look at it and go, ah, that's not kind of my cup of tea. A lot of things to think about, especially now being inside of this little world of ours. Anyways, a black man in Ohio is sitting in jail on felony charges after kneeling on the neck of a crying two-year-old white boy while, while promoting Black Lives Matters. Authorities became aware of the incident after a photo started circulating on social media showing that Isaiah Jackson, 20, with his knee on the neck of a toddler who was wearing only a diaper. Another person is seen holding the child's hands back in the photo. Also, Brian Pappin, an Atlanta-area special education teacher, is under fire for commenting on the photo as it circulated on Facebook. He wrote, again, you're sick doing it wrong. One knee on the center of the back, one knee, the neck, and lean into its death. You saw the video. Get it right or stop fucking around. What kind of darkness is this shit? Like, really? Like, number one, let's not take... Out of the equation, what Isaiah Jackson did as a photo. But Brian Pappin making that reference. You know, you can sit there and there's a lot of weird stuff that comes up. Right away. You can get angry. You can talk about it. You can say it's a freedom of speech. You can say whatever the hell he wants. It's social media again. And then people are going to start talking and going, okay, so he talked about it. And he talked about it on Facebook. Did it get pulled down? And I'm not against Facebook, as we talked about it earlier in the week. We go through Facebook for a lot of stuff. 
But what are you thinking? What are you thinking about this? By the way, just so you know, because I know this comes up every once in a while, I can't see any comments today. For some reason, the stupid thing's not working again. So <laughs> if you're saying anything bad or anything you want me to re- directly respond to, um, can't see it. Oh, and just in case, it's 1233. Because that's going to be the next thing. You're not live then. It's 1233 upside down. Yeah, we're live. But I can't see it. For some reason, that part of the system's down. Anyways, let's continue. Derek Chauvin from the former Minneapolis cop charged the murder of George Floyd is now facing more charges. According to Fox News, Derek and his estranged wife, Kelly May, have each been charged with six counts of filing false and fraudulent tax returns over the years of 2014 to 2019. Three counts of, fi- of, failing, uh, of filing file file to tax failing to file tax returns in 2016, 2017, and 2018. They owe an estimated $37,868. Duh. Duh. So something to take a look at in regards to taxes. We talk a lot about weird stuff, I feel, from time to time. Anyway, the CDC director, Dr. Robert R. Redfield, blasted misleading media reports that claimed that there were 24 times more infections than reported of the coronavirus. In a statement, Redfield said the CDC retrospective estimate is that there are were 10 times more cases than reported from what's been examined in an antibody data from March through May. Redfield added that at one point, the unknown cases may have led to higher but that was due to underreporting or less testing because of asthmatic individuals were not seeking testing then. Man, I will tell you, I cannot keep up with everything going on. It's just mind-boggling on how this actually works. It is mind-boggling on how much this stuff changes from time to time and who's reporting it. Kind of hard to see. Anyways, we talk about Tesla frequently. I know some of you love it. Yeah, you right there. I know you love it. Anyways, Tesla has chosen Austin, Texas as the site of the next U.S. factory. The facilities are expected to be up and running by the end of the year and will produce the Model 3, the Model Y, and the Cybertruck. The latter of the three will have a starting price of $39,990 for a single motor or the two-wheel drive model with 250-mile range, while the top tri-motor vehicle will have the all-drive-in option for $69,990 with a 500-mile range and the ability to tow 14,000 pounds. Tesla revealed that it has already received over 250,000 reservations for the pickup. I thought it was way more than that when it first came out or when it was first announced. I see that number. I mean, don't get me wrong. 250,000 is still a lot when you start thinking about price points here. But I thought it was a lot more than that when they first initially said it. Or maybe I'm thinking about the money that they're saying that they were going to be making because of it. I don't know. I get all mixed up when it comes to a lot of that stuff. You are listening to a radio god. What? This has to be an error. That host is not a radio god. Anyways, this is the Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Okay, so you're going to find this one interesting if you have not heard this already. The NFL team formerly known as the Washington Redskins will be called now the Washington football team. 
at least temporarily. While the team will keep their classic golden burgundy color scheme, the logo on the helmet will be replaced by a player's number. I will tell you, whoever the marketing genius behind that was really needs to be answering some questions. The Washington football team. Hey, who do you play for? The Washington football team. I was almost as good as the name was the ballpark in Arlington. Where did the Rangers play? The ballpark in Arlington. What's the name of the football team? The Washington football team. Marketing geniuses. Love it. Very creative. Let's get you to the main story. Here is our main story on the Rated R Safety Show. So as we all know, some interesting times have been taking place with everything going on across the multiverse. Some decisions have had to be made. Some things have had to change. Some ideas that people did not want to do. Well, they've ended up having to do them. As you heard earlier in the news stories, the RNC, or the Republican National Convention, has decided not to do their portion in Jacksonville, Florida, as we talk about this. So, as we see a lot of things changing again, we have people that are at home having to start redirect how they're going to do things how they are looking at their finances, how they are looking at what they're going to do from a work standpoint, and how they're going to move forward. Like, what is the primary things? And I know that some people financially are struggling at the moment. And I know that some people right now are having issues across the board because we don't know what's going to happen next. Some Some of the jobs are not considered essential Some of the jobs that are considered essential, I don't understand. Some people are being furloughed. Some people are being laid off. Some people are collecting unemployment, but it's not even close to what they were making in the past. So as difficult decisions come about, some companies are having to make decisions to to change things. Some companies are even having to do things when it comes to staple events. And I'm going to talk about this, and I don't want people to get all kind of gung-ho or weird about it. But let's talk about this particular news story going on right there. The world premiere Halloween event that normally takes place at Universal Studios will be not a go this year. Universal Studios Orlando Resort and Universal Studios Hollywood have made the difficult decision to not hold Halloween Horror Nights event this year universal orlando resort will be focusing exclusively on operating its theme park or daytime for daytime guests using the enhanced health and safety procedures already in place universal studio hollywood continues to face ongoing business restrictions and uncertainty around opening time frame we know this decision will disappoint our fans and guests we are disappointed too we look forward to creating an amazing event come 2021. And yeah, I I have to tell you, that is a big staple event in the area that I live in. And I know that we talk about my area quite a bit. I guess we talk about it because that's where I live. I mean, that brings in tons of tourists. 
in regards to what goes on here in Orlando. I have not heard anything about the Mickey's Not So Scary event that happens at Walt Disney World. I'm sure I should probably look into that one too. But people are making these changes on what's going on and these concerted efforts because of things. And I have a hard time, you know, taking a listen around and going, hoax. Is it a hoax? Why are we seeing businesses willing? Because you have to have some willfulness there to lose money in the quantity that they're doing it for the safety of people. And I know this can become a whole weird conversation because it's very easy to do. But when you take a look at this and you take a listen to something like this, and we're talking about Universal Studios now. I love the place. Great place. Want to break sure that I make reference to that. But they decided to step up and say, hey, we are more concerned about the general public. And we're going to make sure that our focus in Universal Studios Florida is on our daytime events as we have the park opens during the day. And we are now decided not to move forward with our night event that is one of the premier events around Halloween time. And no, I know a lot of people are going to sit back and go, so you're trying to say that the coronavirus is more harmful at night than what it is during the day? No, not what I'm saying. But you have, if you've ever been to a Halloween Horror Nights, you kind of know that it's a different environment. And people are coming close to you and they're yelling and screaming and scaring you. And I mean that in all good fun. And there is a level of control that you can't have. Like you can't do social distancing and try to scare someone. I mean, you can make a loud noise. So it's interesting to see that. And yeah, I know that some people are going to go, and this is the main story. Well, yeah, it's the main story because it's a big thing that happens here. And there's big things occurring in people's lives too. And there's changes that people are having to make and there's jobs making cutbacks and there's decisions that are being made that are very difficult. And the reason that this is happening is because of people's safety. And you have to look at this to an extent and go, there has to be something there. And you have to think about this and say, is the risk worth the reward? Because that's always what the question comes down to. Someone had to sit there and make the decision of this is what we were going to do. Good, bad, or indifferent. Popular or unpopular. The question has to be, is the risk worth the reward? Think about that one. Oops. What did he just say? We at Safety FM don't always agree with the viewpoints of our hosts and guests. Now back to real safety talk on Safety FM. Safety in a way never heard of before. The Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. 
So before we decide to take a view down the swampland here, because I know that's relatively easy to do, let's talk about what we do on Fridays. It is Friday currently, so you know we're about to go into the weekend. To some, it does not change anything, but for some, it does. So if you are in one of those scenarios where you have a lot of pent-up anger from throughout the week that has occurred, and you need to get some of this out of your system, maybe we should go from there. And maybe this is what we do next. I want you to take the next 30 seconds. I'll let you know when we're about to do it. Scream and shout. Get it all out. Everything that's been bothering you all week, make sure there's nobody close because you don't want anybody to think that you're too crazy in regards of doing this. Have a friend of mine that was telling me that there's an app available now where you can scream and shout inside of it and they actually play it out like in some open area where you can actually be screamed at, which I thought was kind of funny. So anyways, in the next little bit, I'm going to give you the countdown. I want you to scream, shout. We'll do the counter on the screen. If you're not watching, I will let you know when time is up. So let's get that counter started in three, two, and one. Okay, and that is time. That is time for sure there. Hopefully you were able to get everything out and we don't have to wait another week before everything is actually good and ready to go. Hopefully that will set you apart a little bit. If you don't if you weren't able to get everything out, I'd recommend strongly working out. That normally helps. Nice little stress reliever. Just in case. Anyways, let's go into some of this stuff that is going on in some of the celebrity news. If you are a listener or a follower, or we used to watch Disney quite a bit, Demi Lovato is engaged to Max Ehrlich. He's, she's 27, he's 28. Lovato, Lovato shared the news on Instagram. Wow, another shocker. Along with some pictures of the two with a giant rock on her left hand. The couple have been together since March. I don't know, good for them. Marriage is a good thing, depending on how you want to look at it. And as long as you're committed to each other, it's important. Anyways, let's continue, continue, continue. President Trump has canceled the, the Republican National Conference or convention event that were set to take place next month in Jacksonville, Florida, as we've already discussed over concerns of the recent spike of the coronavirus. During the press briefing the White, from the White House, Trump said the timing for this event is not right. It's just not right to have a big convention. It's just not right at the time. There is nothing more important in our country than keeping our people safe. Jacksonville was picked last month by the RNC after they decided to abandon the city of Charlotte, North Carolina, over disagreements related to coronavirus restrictions. So, unfortunately, that event will not be taking place here. Maybe it's for the better in the long run. Don't And I know that there are some conversations about some virtual things that he was talking about earlier on Feature Story News. So as we continue, Joe Biden leads President Trump in the battleground states of Michigan, Minnesota, and Pennsylvania. According to Fox News statewide registered voter surveys, Biden 
is benefiting from strong support among women, non-white voters, and those living in suburban areas, while Trump has the backing of men and white voters. Here's the breakdown. Michigan. Biden maintains his lead, topping Trump by nine points, 49 to 40 percent. In April, he was ahead by eight, 49 to 41. In Minnesota, Biden is up by 13, a 51 percent to Trump, 38 percent. And in Pennsylvania, he is ahead by 50 to 39. And I know we normally don't talk about politics, so I apologize about that. But I wanted to make reference to it because it was definitely in the news today. And I'm sure you're going to see it over the weekend, depending on what you're doing there. Anyways, no winner for Tuesday night's Mega Million drawing. Tonight's drawing will be for $124 million jackpot or $99.9 million cash payout. No winner for Wednesday's night's Powerball drawing either. Saturday night's drawing will be for $117 million jackpot or $94.9 million cash payout. So there you go, if you're interested in that kind of stuff. Okay, so let's talk about this real quick. Dave Franco will star as Vanilla Ice in an upcoming biopic, Too Extreme. The film, named after the rapper's 1990 debut album, is currently in pre-production due to the pandemic. This is the second time in about two weeks we've had a a new story about Vanilla Ice. Interesting, huh? Never would have seen that coming. Guy Ritchie has been banned from driving after a cyclist caught him texting while behind the wheel. On Tuesday, the Brumley Magistrates Court banned him for six months and gave him six points on his license after he admitted to the misdeed. Holy crap! Imagine if they did that here in the States. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. But wow, would people not text while they're driving? That's for sure. Anyways, let's continue. Clint Eastwood is suing CBD retailer who says that they are using his name to promote their cannabis product online. According to legal docs, client, oh my God, the client or Clint says that the retailers are using fake interviews with him where he gushes over the marijuana merchandise. The issue is that the legendary actor has never sat down with any of the companies and he doesn't endorse their product. He is suing for millions of dollars in damages. That's a shitty thing to do. Not the suing part, but using fakies, deep fake interviews to get you started there. That's for sure. Let's continue. Ellen DeGeneres staff is thrilled that people are finally paying attention to the claims about toxic work environment on her daytime talk show. Following an interview with former bodyguard of the comedian, former and current staff members came forward with their own cold and toxic interaction with DeGeneres. As a source told Us Weekly, affected staff members are so happy their grievances with the host and producers are finally being heard. Meanwhile, producers released a statement on allegations stating that the blame should fall solely on the shoulders and not on their shoulders, excuse me, and not DeGeneres. Interesting. Interesting twist there. For sure. Anyways, let's continue. Former Dancing with the Stars contestant Alfonso Ribeiro shared his feelings on the firing of the beloved host Tom Bergeron and Aaron Andrews. Alfonso told U.S. Weekly that Tom and Aaron are the backbone of the show. He has no idea where they're going to go and what changes 
they want to make and why and how these decisions are made. While nothing that he is happy, what? While nothing, while noting, excuse me, not nothing, while noting that he is happy about the new host, Tyra Banks, he is questioning why they would revamp an already successful show when they could just start another one from scratch, not having to recreate something new. Something to think about, I don't know. Maybe they need, they felt like it needed to be updated. I like Tom Bergeron. And I know a lot of people like Eric Andrews as well. You know, she used to be on ESPN. A lot of videos of her that you can see. Anyways, let's continue. Fox News has parted ways with Heather Childers after she came out to work visibly ill in the early days of the coronavirus, causing scare among her colleagues. Heather, who has been at Fox since 2012, was sidelined after hosting Fox and Friends first in March. Earlier this week, she removed all references to the network from her social media accounts as a spokesperson confirmed the two had parted ways. Something to think about as we move forward. Anyways, let's continue real quick down here. Another Days of Our Lives cast member is leaving. Greg Vaughn, who has plays Eric Bradley announced on Wednesday that he will be leaving the daytime soap. His announcements come just after weeks after Christian Alfonso revealed that she would not be returning. I have to talk to people here. Is this really what you want? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Is really soap opera a big thing now? I don't know. I'm so sorry. I don't get it. But I just want to share the information because you've asked me to share what's going on in the news. So there we go. Anyways, let's talk about some albums that are coming out today. These albums are being released today. Brandy B7, Alanis Morissette, Cheap Pretty Forks in the Road. The Psychedelic Furs, Made of Rain. A live album by of Nick Cordio's 2019 Cabaret Show, Live Your Life, is set to drop on September the 17th as the late actor's birthday. So something to think about if you're interested, of course. Anyways, Taylor Swift has new music. The, song, the songstress dropped her new album, Folklore, at midnight. She told fans Thursday that she poured all of her whims, dreams, fears, and musing into it. She also revealed that she wrote the album in isolation. But it does not feature artists. It does feature artists such as Bon Ever and William Borey. So there you go, if you're interested in that. Good luck there. Anyway, some some notes coming up real quick about Kristen Cavallari and Jay Cutler sold one of their Nashville homes for $3.7 million, about $4 million under the asking price. The reality star former quarterback listed the home in May after announcing the decision for divorce. The 20,000-square-foot home sits on 8.5 acres, features seven bedrooms, seven full bathrooms, and three-and-a-half bathrooms with amenities including a theater room, outdoor dining with a couch. Wow, $4 million under the asking. <laughs> crazy, 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 crazy. Anyways, let's, I don't know why this one came up, but I will definitely share it. Let's give you a list of Republican celebrities, according to BuzzFeed. So here we go. Don King, Adam Sandler. Ben Stein, Dean Kane, Gloria Stefan, Rick Schroeder, James Earl Jones, 
Pat Sajak, Sammy Hagar, Scott Bayo, Alice Cooper, John Voigt, Tim Allen, Tom Selleck, Bruce Willis, Chuck Norris, Clint Eastwood, Mel Gibson, and Robert Duvall. Just in case you wanted your list of Republican celebrities, there you go. Anyways, let's talk about some birthdays real quick. Anna Paquin from True Blood turns 38 today. Jennifer Lopez, believe it or not, turns 51. Barry Bonds is 56. Linda Carter, yeah, from Wonder Woman, turns 69. Yeah, she was before the ones that's now, just in case. Born on this date many, many, many moons ago, back in 1897, Amelia Earnhardt, female pilot who vanished. Just so you know, in case you were not aware of that one. And then some things that happened back on this date in 1998. Saving Private, Saving Private Ryan opens in theaters. The World War II drama would rack up five Oscars, including those for Steven Spielberg for directing and other technical awards. It was one of the first movies to graphically replicate war. Also on this date, back in 2018, Debbie Lovato is hospitalized after drug overdose in Los Angeles. She would spend two weeks in the hospital, then spend three months in rehab. Something to think about for sure. Anyways, let's talk about the days of the year that you can celebrate today. Today is National Thermal Engineering Day. National drive Through Day. National Cousins Day. National Amelia Earnhardt Day. And last but not least, National Tequila Day. I like that one. That's for sure. Anyways, let's talk about the Suicide Prevention Lifeline because I have not mentioned it yet. If you are struggling from any issues related to depression or suicidal thoughts, you can call 1-800-273-TALK. That's 1-800-273-TALK or 1-800-273-8255. They're there 24-7 to help you out with any kind of struggles you might be going with. Also, you can also go to the suicidepreventionlifeline.org for more information. Also, we've been referencing quite a bit an organization called missingkids.org. Those are kids that are actually either lost, no one can find them, Amber Alert, or they're being sex trafficked. So go to missingkids.org for more information. Also, before I forget... Wednesday of next week, we will be putting on our Hop 101 event. Yeah, Hop 101 event. If you're interested in actually attending, you're more than welcome to attend. If you go to safetyfm.io, there's more information on the website. There could be a code still working. I don't know. Give it a try. Anyway, so that's some things that are going on next week on Wednesday. Anyways, thank you for always being the best part of Safety FM. That is the listener. Safety FM is the home of real safety talk. You have been listening to the Rated R Safety Show. I know who you are. You know who I am. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Duh. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means 
mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.